0: Of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your camp, your father, your advent, your faith. Why does the unjust steward give praise? Why does our Lord admonish us for being less wise than the children of this world? The answer to the first question is that the Gospel doesn't say that the unjust steward was praised for being unjust, but because he acted prudentary, that is, prudently in a certain way, by being shrewd or sharpened judgment, which is part of prudence. He was not just in his actions, but he knew how to act with foresight, albeit in his own interests. The answer to the second question, is that the children of this world prove indeed to be wiser in their generation than we children of the light. Because more often than not, they are wiser and more shrewd in their pursuit of folly than we are prudent in our pursuit of eternal happiness. Our Lord is not saying that we should be children of the world. The point is that if the children of the world know how to use their head, then you children of the light use your head too, not for evil, but for good. Our Lord is not inviting us to fake prudence, but to surpass the prudence of this world by being supernaturally prudent in everything we do in our eternal interest. What is prudence? Simply put, prudence is the good habit or virtue of our practical reason that commands our action in accordance with upright reason. To be truly prudent, we must also possess the ability to deliberate or think things through correctly, and also the ability to make sound judgments or the right decisions. And in order to deliberate and judge uprightly, we must also have our life priorities straight. In all these areas, one may be at fault, and therefore be really prudent, although it may still appear prudent. How can we be a fault against prudence? Faults against prudence are several, because as we saw, perfect prudence requires other good habits. First, if a prudent person uses good memory, intelligence, sound judgment, sound reasoning, and docility to good advice, An imprudent person skips these steps by precipitation. Precipitous people may appear smart because they often act or react quickly, but acting quickly is only smart if you are acting prudently. Next, if a prudent person is thoughtful, which doesn't necessarily mean he takes hours to decide, but just that he makes thoughtful judgments, then thoughtlessness afflicts those who judge imprudently because they failed to consider what was necessary to make a good judgment. Next, if a prudent person is constant in acting according to good judgment, the inconstant person sins by ignoring his good judgment when he allows himself to be distracted by something good in appearance only, but in fact harmful to his eternal soul. Inconstancy is caused very often by anger, Envy or lust, things that impair or completely blind the reason and can lead us to act in a very unreasonable way. Next, if a prudent person is shrewd and watchful, it means he has sharp judgment and alertness. The opposite of this is negligence, which comes from the Latin meaning not to choose. The negligent man fails to be on alert and fails to make a judgment at all, either through contempt or lukewarmness or sloth, in a serious manner or in a less serious manner. We should pray especially not to fall into a ritual venial sin or even mortal sin through negligence, especially negligence that leads us to neglect prayer, penance, and frequent perception of the sacraments. if we have sins against prudence that are outright counterfeits. If a truly prudent person acts always with eternal life in mind, or earthly things insofar that they can help us on our way there, then there are those who have placed all their hope in earthly pleasures. These people act with a carnal prudence. They plan carefully, they deliberate, they decide judiciously, but not in the interest of their soul, but only of their earthly life. It is of these that St. Paul speaks in his epistle today when he warns us. We are debtors not to the flesh, that we should live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Finally, if a truly prudent man uses reasoning and judgment based on truth, the crafty man uses deceit and falsehood to reach his goal. Whether this good be good, whether this goal be good or bad in and of itself. The crafty man will not hesitate to use guile or deceit in his words, nor will he hesitate to use fraud or deceit in his actions, if these help him succeed in his own selfish interests. These are the basic faults against prudence. So if you are faithful, what our Lord is asking of us today in the gospel is to be truly prudent. If we tend to be willfully and carelessly precipitous, thoughtless, or inconstant, or negligent, prudent according to the flesh only, crafty, powerful, or fraudulent, we have to work with God's grace to be more prudent, as Christ wishes us to be, shrewd as servants, but simple as doves. Maybe we are inclined to act out of impulse, if we dive into action more like a silly dog than a human person, we should strive to listen better to our memory and intelligence, and especially to listen to good advice from the wise. Don't misunderstand here, it's not a question of sitting down for hours and hours before doing anything, but just that our action is only prudent if it's backed up by diligent memory, intelligence, good advice, and sound judgment, all of which become easier and easier as we develop good habits that then allow us to more easily and more effortlessly. Next, if we tend to do the first thing we are inclined to do, we need to learn to consider all moral options before we act and to choose the best one, otherwise we may not act virtuously. Be careful following the crowd. Following the crowd can lead some to give up thinking altogether, and ultimately to do and say totally unreasonable things. Following the crowd is ultimately following the false prudence of the flesh, which we are getting back to in just a moment. Next, if we are easily thrown off by things that trigger the passions, then we must act all the more prudently. If we, are easy, if we are easily angered, we often need to not act on it until we let our reason take control, to moderate our action in order to respond to true justice and not the spirit of revenge. If we are inclined to lust, we must be all the more prudent and avoid especially curiosity of the obvious and aimlessly surfing the internet. Next, if we tend to be neglectful, to hesitate, we need to strive to do what it takes to be smarter, more shrewd, and use our head. This isn't to say that a prudent man will be perfect, because only the saints in heaven are perfect. We are not speaking of mental conditions, they can sometimes be an obstacle to the mind in a way not under our control. But the point is that too often, it's not that we can't be smart, it's that we don't try. Remember, our Lord wants you to be smarter in your spiritual life than the children of the world are in their worldly endeavors. I think we can all make an effort to be more spiritually smart and prudent. First of all, of course, by not sin. Then also weigh in our actions and words carefully, in view of our salvation, and also to the extent that they could either edify or scandalize the soul of our need. Most of all, through the ultimate shrewdness of charity, that helps us gain the love of God by acts of charity towards our neighbor, even by using the mammon of this world in a just way to help our neighbor in material need, or by applying the indulgences we gain. Help the holy souls in purgatory in their spiritual, life, thereby making ourselves friends for eternity, who may return us to favor later, quite being for us at our past judgment. Next, if we then tend to act without consideration of our ultimate goal, which should be eternal life, then perhaps we are sometimes being led astray by the false prudence of the flesh. For example, Worrying unreasonably about bodily health, to the point of costing us our spiritual health, is falling to carnal prudence. The serious obligation of going to Mass on Sunday should normally break that way our conscience to risk of spreading something not very serious, like a little cold. But if we are influenced by our Lord, carnal prudence, we may be inclined to stay home even when the sickness isn't serious. Not saying there are never cases where we can't get to mass because of sickness, but if it's just a little cold, I do think some older and wiser generations would say they still went to church as long as they could stand on their feet. Don't be rooted according to the flesh, but do first what is in the interest of your eternal salvation. As Saint Paul says, by the Spirit we put to death the deeds of the flesh and you will them. Finally, don't be crafty, guileful, and fraudulent like the unjust steward, but live the truth in charity, which is the ultimate motto of the truly prudent, smart, and supernaturally shrewd man. So that we will have render to the Lord an account of your stewardship, we you may be able to hear these words from our Lord. Well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master. Amen. In the father of the son of the Uyghurs.